All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is good, y'all? Welcome to Barn Burner here on a Tuesday. Look at that. There's one, two, three. Back together. Look at this. Oh, it feels so good. Doesn't it look good? Are so really, great. Are, are we really back together? Like we're on together, but we're all spread out too. Could we be back together oh, soon? Yeah. Please. Oh, we're going to be back together. Look out. Big are we party. oh no yeah. huh? soon because i'm yeah because i'm leaving well, if we can get you to leave so, your house we'll be back together yeah yeah that's uh, that's gonna know. change i like it yeah kind of like it kind of like it uh here we are on a game day the la kings the team that Rhett last week after an 8-2 drubbing over the flame said that might be the team. I, I don't want any part of the Kings. They, they look like they could be the team to beat. Who I want no part of them in a seven-game series. It's that team. Yeah. 12-game point streak. They come into the Dome tonight to face the Flames, who, as we know, are in must-win mode. Kings so 10-0-2-12. That's good, hey? 10-0-2. So if you like winning, if winning's well, your thing, it's, right? Yeah. It's kind of what you hoped the Flames would do. 10 day games ago and if they had right we'd they'd be, be very excited right now probably less of a must-win situation they'd have less pressure on themselves tonight if they'd have done what the kings did over the last 12 games but tonight real often tight uh, tight sphincters oh. yeah. yeah 
Yeah, bungholes puckered across Flames Nation as the Flames take on the LA Kings tonight. But you know what? They're due. Flames will come in all, all cocky. Like we hammered these guys last week. They were out last night at Cowboys or something, getting all hammered, doing shots, yeah. doing, you know, lines of stuff. And they'll yeah. come in tonight oh, and geez. just be com- completely right off of their game. Oh, they're, they're from LA. Are you kidding? Ooh, what? Although higher tolerance for stuff like that. But no, they're, yes. they were out partying, I'm sure, last night. And they'll be, uh, they'll be, they'll be out of sorts tonight. So the Flames will have them right where they want them. That's what I'm going with. Flames one one and one. Each there team's one one. Each team's had a mm-hmm. setback and over time and yeah. Monday it's Monday crazy. nights in Calgary are hard to hard to uh, <laughs> yeah deny. I mean, you got to get out there and party. Legendary. The yeah, yeah, they are legendary. All right, let's so Pinder, you're back. Let's get an update. How we, we doing? To, uh, All right. Every time I checked oh, well, in, you were still at your house. You're back. You were off. Uh, we, we said yesterday we figured manicures and pedicures would be done in time for your flight yesterday. How was the uh, how was the fruity tootie uh, trip down to Palm Springs? You know what? I, it was good to hang with the old man. He's 71 now. So you never know what, uh, you know, you got to take advantage when you got a chance. It's not he was that old. Jacked. 71 is not that old. It's gravy, not that man. old. Just, you know, like <laughs> it's not gravy. Well, just let me let me explain. So, like, we're, we okay. practice around Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, matches, whatever. It's a golf tournament. Like, the bugger's already gimping around halfway through Wednesday's round. Like, he's shredded his Achilles or something. I'm like, hold on. Is he going to be able to finish today? we got three more after this. So, you know. It's, well, what about you? How's your hook? My hope was good. I uh, I did what Rhett did and ignored Western medicine. <laughs> Just you know, nice. take the doctor's advice right out the window. I'm going to do eighteen thousand times the daily dose, and for one day, I'll be back. Yes. Uh, yeah. See, Rhett. I called Doctor Rhett. Boom. When in doubt, call Doctor Rhett. It's I couldn't find Doctor well, Nick. I called Doctor Rhett. More people should call Doctor Rhett and get great advice. Yeah. I was take some grass clippings and sawdust and. Put in a blender mm-hmm. with some blood te- blood cells and uh, and drink that Your shit. lights, yeah, blue blockers, yeah, all that stuff. No, I was pain free by uh, pretty much Tuesday afternoon, so it was you tacked early, got it, and then boom, back to Hondo. Were you playing thirty six holes? No, these guys are too old for that shit. We were playing yeah, uh, eighteen a day. Yeah, and the weather was like twenty two and sunny, so it was not oh. hot, but it was warm and beautiful and the sun was shining and yeah life was good they gotta figure it out did you let did you let yourself go or how was your self-restraint like were we mature about this or were we typical i didn't drink until saturday afternoon because i was very weary about a uh comeback for the the goat guy so yeah i was very dull and boring and not I was so Yeah, we wondered what kind of a show you would put on when you're around dad, if it was going to be different. Yeah. That you waited till Saturday to have anything to drink, there's there's our answer. Yeah. Oh, hi, it's dad. Would you, would you like some Dasani? Yes, I would love I would love some Evian and uh, some, oh, are those fresh grapes? Those That would be delicious. Not the average run-of-the-mill Pinder trip, clearly. Yeah, I don't know what the water stuff's about, but it was, uh, he doesn't, like, he's, golf's very serious. This is his thing. He needs yeah. to obsess about something. Golf's his thing. 
All the guys out there love him. He's a beauty. He had a hole in one on Monday, so he was in great no! spirits. It was yeah. So then he bought. That's why everyone likes him. He keeps handing out free beers, I think. <laughs> so how many holes in one the, has he I want to hear the hole in one story. Like, what are we talking? What's, what uh, that was his fourth. He, I was caddying for fourth a Fourth hole first. in one? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's been doing a lot of golfing. He just says, oh, it's just a numbers game. You golf enough, you're going to get a bunch. Which, oh. you know, there's some validity to that, but. You also kind of have to be good at golf. That's the other part. That I thought that about Stanley admits. Cups and it didn't work out. I thought, yeah, no, yeah. I'll give you one. <laughs> so you lipped out three times on Stanley Cups, friends. <laughs> Just burn the edge. So close. Oh, yeah. Pin. How did they get the pin? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah so that's he's, the first he's one. That, yeah, that first cup final, that was a long putt. Yeah, that was a, no one was yeah. making that putt, no Retro. You guys weren't going to hit that putt. That third one. I, I, some say it was in the cup and popped out. Was, there was a frog in there or something that popped the whole the ball back out of the cup. I'm not sure what happened. Four. That's nice. a lot, though. That's a lot. It is. I I thought he was less than that, but it, it all makes sense. He's he's a happy guy down there, so it was good. Got to see uh, obviously my mom as well, and my sister and her crew just rolled down for spring break. So I got to throw kids in the pool for two days. So you know, so to give her a big good little give her a big kiss. Adventure. No, still no. Yeah. People still texting, actually, oddly enough. You'll tell us when you're ready. Did you play that video again? I saw, saw a clip and it was a two box, not a three. And I'm like, well, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Are you ever yeah, going to go on vacation perhaps. so we can tar and feather you when you're not there to defend yourself? Or what's your story? You need some rest. So, Flames and Kings tonight. Uh,. Adrian Kempe, very good. Uh, Magnus Arvison, very good. Kevin Fiala, very good. Drew Doughty, as it turns out, very good. They have about three guys who aren't on some sort of a point streak. I looked this morning. So, oh, points and yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, very good. Oh, good, yeah. They're loving friggin' life right now because we talked about it last Magnus week when Arvizan. they played. They didn't have Fiala, who was their leading scorer. He came back last game. Ah, quick two points. Good to be back, guys. Let's keep rolling. I'd... The West, because I know you'll talk about it probably in the Pinder Report, two more teams punch in in the East. The East, we've talked about, is going to be a dogfight. But are you are you taking your life savings and putting it on any one team in the West right now? I don't see how you could. You, got, you like Colorado, but do you like them that much yeah. more than, say, L.A. or Minnesota or whatever? I don't know. If they're ever healthy, I do. That would be the only exception. We haven't seen it all year. They have not been healthy all year. And so if Colorado was healthy, I'd feel strongly about them. But, I mean, for them to be healthy, it's like, well, we haven't seen it yet, so maybe we won't, right? It's, you know, McCarr out again and then back again. Landeskog just skating. It's been chaos they've had to deal with uh, for injuries. Like, insane. The fact that they are where they are is a testament to how good Rantanen's been and McKinnon's been. But if they were right, I think that's your clear-cut horse in the, in the West. We're just sort of waiting for that, and it might not happen. Right. Has anyone done a better job of signing free agents or bringing them in? But LA, they're well run. Yeah, they're they're there's. I think, you know, we always fall victim to like, oh, these teams that have been really good for three four years. They sure are good at running teams. It's like, of course they are. Like, yes, um, but they've been particularly shrewd. You know, the Nichushkin resigning. Everyone thought that's crazy, and he's having another fantastic year. 
he had zero goals and they brought him in. It was like a no money deal. And now he's making like seven or whatever. And Dan Dino's you know, a good they, one too. Or Dino, which one? sorry. Dan Dino. 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 In LA. Yeah. 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 I thought we were talking about Colorado, but yeah. No, he had said LA. Colorado or LA. I sorry, I switched it. I switched okay. it back to LA yeah. because we're not playing Colorado. And I just think Dino's it's impressive that they went and got Arvidsson, Dano. Was Fiala a trade or a free agent thing? Trade. Arvidsson and, for... and Fiala were trades. Yeah. So they've, they oh, had all that draft God. capital from three losing years and selling off guys and turned that into players. That, that was well done. Okay. Well, then I guess they're not impressive in free agency if those were that trades. That said, but... though, it, but there's a lot of teams that go to free agency and make trades and they don't necessarily pan out. I think they've got to be happy with pretty much all of those moves. Right, those of all well, maybe down the road, the picks that, scores. Right, those picks may turn into superstars for the other teams down the road. But those guys, they have all seemingly fit in, and and they've drafted a lot of those guys. We talked about it the other day: Lazat and Ayafalo and Velarde and Kempe and all that. There's a lot of homegrown there too that they've done a hell of a job with. I think Lazat was an unsigned college free agent, and we were making fun of the guy. I remember seeing him in the preseason. Yes. Like, Who the hell is like Lazat, and it's like some you know mid-sized school in Minnesota or something, and you're like, oh, this fucker can actually play a bit. Like he's tenacious. He's not big, and sure enough, makes the team. And it's like, yeah, still there. Got him for nothing. Good. Work. It was your, it was your line before last season when we didn't really expect the Flames to have much in the way of offense. You're like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a long year. Tuesday night and Blake Lazat's shorthanded goal stands up as the winner as the Kings win two to one at the dome. Like it was, it was that sort of thing. I was like, fuck, I take me a Blake Lazat. How do you get the, how do you yeah, get one of these no. guys? But well, uh, I mean, it's probably your Walker Durer equivalent, right? Like it's a guy that Walker Durer. You mean the guy with two goals and two goals, three assists in his last five games? Come on, Walker Durer, let's go. You don't. Have the Brett Walker said Durer yesterday button. he's getting a jersey. If I had my jersey, it'd be a Walker Durer jersey. Jersey's he's going to the dome when he gets here, buying a Walker Durer. I see. I thought he was going to go with the uh, the Dennis Gilbert, the Buffalo Junior Saber. I mean, come on now, Dean. Never mind, Gibby. Gibby gives you the honest effort. Gibby's all right, but I'm I like that that Walker Durer. Yeah, how don't you? It's crazy that he's been out since he came up. Because we've we've liked it every time we've seen him, and, and like that sad. line can be less effective. But right, it's not yeah. usually him; it's usually Lewis and Luch doing their thing, right? Unless, it's like, why like you, you said, right? Unless, yeah, ozone penalty, Nick Ritchie. What the hell's going on here? Unless he was dinged up, right? If unless there was something there that yeah. we don't know about. But yeah, b- between what what he's done and what the coach covets, why would he be out of the lineup? Why would they take him ever? Out? Yeah. Uh, want to mention for tonight's matchup, Mad Rose Pub doing it one more time for us. We wrap up the games as far as ours are concerned for the month of March. A little little game day experience, courtesy of Mad Rose Pub up in Royal Oak. Ryan Hunter, congratulations, Ryan. You are going to be having one heck of an experience. Such a great experience. A little gift card from Mad Rose and uh, up at Royal Vista Place and have a great night tonight. The uh, the pizza, the burgers, pasta, steak, top shelf grub at Mad Rose Pub just yesterday and somebody else into the old uh, Twitter. Hey, went to Mad Rose. Love it. You guys aren't you guys aren't lying to us. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't lie to you. Mad Rose Pub. 
Check out the menu, check out all the specials, madrose.pub online. Again, 15 Royal Vista Place. Let's welcome our NHL insider, Frank Saravalli, who is uh, who is standing oh. by in Philadelphia, the Windy City. Frank, welcome to the program. It's uh, it's good to, it's good to see you. We have not seen you in a while. You've been uh, taking a little uh, a little quality time, spending uh, and, and taking some right now. Even uh, even now, he doesn't want to uh, come on the show. I'm not sure what we've done to uh, not sure what we've done to Frank. We but even even now, like, what have we said? Yeah, we argue we argue with him a little bit, and he just not going to put up with it. Yeah, well, he came in. He stirred stirred up shit about Huberdo. We called him on it, and then he hasn't come on since. So I, I don't know. Oh, very delicate insider. Very thin. Huberdo back now that he's on left wing. Or no? Anyone from Philly is usually has a little thicker skin than old Frank. I guess I don't know. I expect. Yeah, I was, that's, right. You're gonna you're gonna throw stuff out there. You got to be ready for a little bit of blowback, but uh, but not this guy. Um, By the way, Rhett, I got a special hello for you. Neon Dion, your boy from 04, is in town with an LA Kings group of uh, fans and partners that are here. Oh. Uh, many Los Angelans, or whatever you'd call Los Angeli, Los Angeligo, mm -hmm. uh, the, they're curling today. And uh, Dion's up as a ambassador of the club. So. He would, he'd be able to curl. He'd show him the intern and the outturn. He could for <laughs> sure. Junior and Red there, you damn right he could curl. You ever Frank, curl, you curl, Frank? I want to curl. It's on my bucket list, but guys, my video is super delayed. I think there's an issue on my end. Yeah, you're a little, you're, uh, you're a little, little curling. Do a little toe curling, like they say in, uh, you know what the, you know what I'm saying. I don't know who says that. Let it's a letter Kenny thing. Anyway, uh, good to see you, Frank. So the Boston Bruins, best team we've ever seen ever. They can clinch, I believe, the President's Trophy tonight. Will is is it truly a curse? Do they do, should the Bruins just lose out the rest of the way, avoid the President's Trophy, so they can avoid the President's Trophy curse? It's going fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he really doesn't want to be on this show. First no, question: he Fuck does. you, gone. Does he? Dumb like questions. See? Dumb media. He's just like he's like me. He's the, the media is dumb. They ask dumb questions. No, I want to know what he's been doing. He wasn't here last week. Look at he's got some color in his face. You didn't you didn't have that kind of color when you were in Jasper when we saw you in January. I know that. What have you been doing? It's because you guys barely see the sun in the winter. Um, no, I'm good. I took three days off last week, oh. and uh, it wasn't. I wouldn't even call it quality time. If anyone has visited the mouse in Orlando like I did last week, oh, that ain't dear. quality time. That's that's just that's that's punishment for any parent. The mouse on fire. The mouse. Ugh. Did you get the fast that, pass? Did you did did you at least do it right? No. Here's the thing. So the fast pass, like they changed all of it up, and you got to pay 15 bones per ride per fast pass. Family of four, what? 60 bucks per ride to get on the fast pass. Like, sorry, I, I know I value my time, but that ain't happening. Then you go across the street to uh, Universal. They want 200 bones per person per day, and you only get to skip half the line. So you still got to wait in half of it. And the ticket to get in is another 175. So we're talking almost 400 bones per person per day 
per park. Like, that's that's without even buying a, a, a pop. America's broken, Frank. You can't let this stand. Come on now. I'm done. I'm out for a while. I'm just I I I, I left just absolutely defeated. Uh, like that guy walking into the hotel lobby, I saw it's like he had five kids in tow. He was oh. wheeling a cooler, and I just I looked at him and I just said, "I know how you feel, buddy." It just there's it, it's uh, fried like a tomato. Uh, my every part of me hurts from walking around and then standing in line. Kids are crying because they don't want to be in line. It's just like what I looked at my wife. I said, "What are we doing here? Who said this was a good idea?" I don't know why there's not a reality show or a tour where you just take people and sit them in the right at the exit of those big theme parks and just feed them beer and let them laugh as the people walk out. <laughs> just the viewing of the people leaving with their kids, how distraught, broke, frustrated, mad, screaming, fighting like that's that's what you go to the to mouse world to watch just watch the people leave and melt melting down like i mean you, you mentioned some you said oh i thought people from philly have thick skin like like dude i literally like quite literally have some thick skin i speaking of melting like it's, so then you make it 89 degrees <laughs> some like, humidity in there yeah, like, come on, man. Like, it just enough is enough. Like, who thought this was a good idea? Did the kids hey. have fun? Hey. No, that's the worst part. My son looked at me. He's eight. He goes, Dad, I hate waiting in lines. Like, this sucks. And I was like, <laughs> right? You, you think I like this? Like, you, wait, wait a second. You think I picked to come here? Okay, cool. I went during COVID, Frank. There's no one there. It's awesome. Oh, it's wicked. Wicked. Is that why Dean is home? Does he have the virus? Yeah. He's got well, a virus, it's weird but it's, it's not the Rona. Yeah. It's my give a shit meters at an all time low. Uh, well, they didn't have COVID in Florida. That was the, that was the thing. You should have right. done that, Frank. Florida, they didn't have it. Where in Texas? Did they have it in Texas? I don't think they had it there either. It was amazing. Red states didn't get it. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Can't because test I was going to say can't about, have it if you don't test for it. Yeah. About the mouse. You know that you know all that going in. These are going to be long days. And it's going to be expensive. You just hope that it's one of those things that the kids are like, this was the greatest thing we've ever done. Then at least you feel like, yeah, this was the shits, but at least the kids had the time of their lives. When the kids are like, uh, can, can we go back? To, there's a pool at the hotel. Can we go to the pool? We want to go swimming. Jesus it's Christ. all they cared you about. You could have just got a hotel room for a couple hundred bucks downtown with a water slide saved yourself a whole lot of time and anguish but uh well, that's but you're the a good dad frank they, good for you you get home after so you get back to the hotel after all that it's nine o'clock at night you're dead exhausted like hey dad can we go night swimming no <laughs> no we can't dad is broken yeah well i'm really sad to hear that frank hearing that you that's had a true. horrible time really uh, breaks me up so now what I'm a are you miserable doing? prick yeah that's all right you fit, fit in well what's uh what's the latest now you got to get back into the swing of things are you getting ready for a big uh a big busy month of travel in april i don't know on the travel front yet might be doing a lot from here um but tomorrow top 50 free agents we just we cruise right along Ooh. right back into uh it's going to be 
top 50 free agents at some point in May, we'll have a trade targets and right back into it again. Okay. So give us a teaser. Who's, who's free agent this summer? Like we've all been fixated on trade deadline and playoff races, but yeah, there's some big names there. Like give us a sampling of the top five, 10, maybe. Okay. So this, this is full disclosure. Like this is not me trying to pump anything up or pump anyone up because this free agent class is, I think it's the worst we've ever seen. Really? It's I've oh, never. Sure. Yeah. And look, I'm not knocking the guys at the top. Like someone will sign Patrick Kane and, you know, I'd be real curious to see what he looks like after the hip surgery that he apparently needs this summer. But right now it's kind of a toss up for top for number one free agent. And I need to decide this afternoon between hold on. If you're sitting down Damon Severson from the New Jersey devils or Michael Bunting from the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's our top free agent this year. Scott Mayfield is deeply offended. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Scott Mayfield. He'll be in the top yeah. 10 somewhere. I just like, what? that's horrifying. <laughs> where, uh, where do you have uh, Nick Ritchie or Milan Lucic in that list? They're in the uh, NR category, not ranked. I see. Not relevant. I was going to say, not, re not returning, not relevant. I wasn't sure where we were going to go with NR on that. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know what we Here's say. Here's the thing, I, I though. Watched... If, if Daryl Sutter is returning, which major if, I would say there's a chance that Milan Lucic is returning. Okay, I'm more interested in the first part. There is, there's the contract extension. We believe it is for two years beyond this season that it is signed, and there is still belief, though, that 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 might be something that that that's in place. But it doesn't guarantee that he's coming back. He needs to want to come back. Is probably the big part of it. I'm not looking to get you to say something or anything, but I. There's just been a lot of people from the hockey world kind of reaching out what's going on in Calgary. We're hearing things. Is is Daryl coming back? It seems like there's a sentiment that it's not a lock that he's coming back. Oh, I I don't I I would say it's not even close to a lock. It's not even a coin flip that it's that he's coming back. Um look, this season has been off the rails more or less from the start. And this team falling short of a playoff spot and having an opportunity, in fact, just having the Winnipeg Jets open the door in these last five weeks has sort of been an incredible, you know, opportunity for this team to get in. And they still don't have what it takes to get there, don't have the goods, don't have the consistency, the confidence. They don't have a lot of it, things. Um, but when it comes to the coach, I think the frustration has built so much from every facet of the organization, from staff members to front office to whoever it may be that's around the team on a daily basis, including the players, it's worn on everyone. And I can say confidently that changes are coming this summer, this off season. I just don't know who they are and who it's going to be because it, it certainly, I think there's a possibility that 
Brad Tree Living is, is no longer the general manager. There's the possibility that Daryl Sutter is no longer the coach. There's a possibility that both of those men are not back in their same roles next season. There's a lot up in the air, a lot to figure out. And the way that this has all unfolded has it's we're in the pre-eruption of volcano stage right now. So do you lay their all their flames lack of a success at Daryl's feet? Nope, I didn't say that at all. I just said that the way this season has unfolded, he it's his his constant. I don't know. Um, you you played for him, Rhett, so you under like what's the best way to say it? Is it constant negativity? Is that is that how you describe it? He can be negative, but it's it's more the constant needling. It's. it's I, it, you know, it's not neatly. It's it's. There's always a. It's a pressure. I don't know. Like you said, I don't think that negativity is always even the correct word to use. But there's always there's no a level of satisfaction, right? If you, is that no, fair, Red? Is you are not allowed to be happy with what anything you've ever done. It's always well. What are you going to do next? What are you gonna, right? Like, yeah. not that you should be stopping after you win a game and kicking your feet up for three weeks, but. We beat, I've said this before, we beat Anaheim in the first game of the first round in overtime, came in the room, pumped up, gotten shit. It was like, and then we went on to lose that series, and I think that had a big part of, that played a big part of it because it was like, wait a minute, we're in the playoffs. The only thing that matters is winning. We did win. We won in overtime, had to suck it up to get the win, and you go into the room afterwards and you got shit for allowing Anaheim to stick around in game one. It was like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if that explains or gives you kind of insight as to what they feel, but that's how it is. It's well, I, I understand grinding. it because personally, I that's probably how I beat myself up, but it's not how I would manage a team or run a team. And I, whatever you want to describe it as, I, can, I don't have the proper word for it, but whatever the Daryl Sutter experience is, this, this isn't what it was supposed to be in the sense that the Flames brought him back designed to be on a short-term run. And I don't know how that contract extension ended up getting negotiated or what was in – it was supposed to be two years and well, out or two and a half years and out. And, and okay, but last year winning the Jack Adams, whatever that ended up doing, it pushed this timeline further back. And now it, it's there's an expiration date. There always is, and there is for most coaches. And I'm I'm not in disagreement with you, but that's where that's where the confusion comes in for me. He wins a Jack Adams last year, best coach in the world. This year can't coach. I don't think there's it has gotta, anything to do with coaching. I don't think anyone but thinks he's that still he's a bad the same coach. Buttons. He's still trying to push the same buttons. Fact is it he's it's whenever you win, it's easier, right? You go to Jersey. But he's pushed multiple players out. Wow, he's been an idiot in some of his uh, his media sessions and what he's said about people, and I think he's really upset a lot of people. I mean, I had a buddy that played pro an alumni a good friend of mine called me yesterday and he was like can you believe that he said that about pelche after his first game and i'm like no i can't believe it that is one of the the 
class classiest or classless things that I've ever heard him say. And he's, I've heard him say a lot of stuff, but I still, and, and I'm not, I'm, 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 I can't lay everything at one man's feet. That's is what, not I'm, what I'm saying. Doing. No, yeah, I, I don't I'm think not saying is. you are. I'm not saying you are, Frank. A lot of people are. Yeah, everybody. There's, there's blame to go around on the GM, uh, for sure, assembling this roster. You've been critical of the sort of lack of overarching plan, which I think is, is entirely fair. There's blame to go around for all the players, too, outside of a, a select few that have vastly sort of exceeded what they should be doing. And it's, it's really kind of only Toffoli and Lindholm, more or less. And, and, and some other players have had some decent years on the back end, but nothing really that gets you super excited. And everyone else, including the guys that signed mega long-term extensions, haven't been anywhere near good enough in Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger and the goaltender we've discussed ad nauseum. So everyone's stained here. Everyone's wearing it. All I'm saying is changes are coming. Yeah, and you can't fire Jonathan Huberto from an eight-year contract that kicks in next fall. Like that—that's the cruel nature of the business, Frank. Like, yes, there's blood everywhere, but you can't just swing players out that have unmovable contracts that are guaranteed. Coaches get fired because it's easier than firing twenty-three bodies, right? Like, that's nature of the business. He is certainly Jonathan Huberto um, wears a lot of this as well. But does just in the same way that you can, Rhett, you asked the question of Daryl Sutter won the Jack Adams last year and all of a sudden is not a good coach. Does anyone think that Jonathan Huberto woke up this year and forgot how to play hockey? Or is it way beyond that? Is it is it fit? Has it been deployment? Has it been... Uh, go, how many days or weeks into the season was it when he said that Huberto had to take a shit? Not early. many, and they changed early. lines early, and they had a decent start, and all of a sudden he was changing lines because yeah. he didn't think they were scoring enough. The blame, like you said, there's plenty to go around. And Darryl that shit to... comment, by the way, yeah. that was the first. That was the first straw. I agree with you. I think it changed the whole dynamic of everything that was happening. I but, think well, I, I did. I, that's not true. That's not true. For me, the first straw is when they lost to the Edmonton the first time and they changed the lines. They're playing so. well. They're putting up points. Huber maybe wasn't scoring as many goals, but he had enough points where you were like, that's fine. It's not a big deal. And all of a sudden, we had to scramble the lines. It's like, whoa, are we actually yeah, weren't they pushing five, the one and one or five yeah, and yeah, two at that time? Yeah, and, and they mishandle everything. Kind of mishandles a puck yeah. in the end glass, and it's like everything's in the blender. And it it's interesting to watch to... lately. Yeah, it, I mean, it does. I was just going to say, I think it's if you watch Daryl recently, and I don't know, does ownership have a talk with him? Does he see it himself? Is he try? Is he persuaded to try and have a little bit more kid glove in terms of treatment? But he's been a different guy. You know, speaking more glowingly about Coronado, talking after a loss about, hey, these are we're we're tired, it's hard. It's, he has really changed his tone, and I don't think it's by design. I I don't think it's by accident, is what I'm saying. I, I think there's been some sort of a message relayed to him. Listen, there, 
guys are guys are unhappy in here it, we look a certain way you, you gotta take your foot off the gas or you have to be a little lighter in your comments i don't know what happens behind closed doors i don't like with pelche when he did the whole glasses what number does he wear maybe in the locker room he slapped him on the back and said kid great night happy for no, you that's, i don't know if that true. happened but outwardly, no, you know what um he that so what happened beforehand the the short story of it is um they were they wanted to know if he was going to make his debut or not and they wanted to get his parents in there to be able to see it and daryl wouldn't give him an answer so finally it took another player to go upstairs and say what what are we doing here this kid's been hanging around is he making his debut or not and if he is at least give him enough courtesy to say hey yeah you can uh you know you're in let's get your parents in here to make sure that they see your first nhl game so apparently the story goes that after after that happened and he finally said yes he's playing that that's the reaction that you then get it was like oh you forced my hand into me playing this kid this is how i'm going to handle it publicly just to let everyone know that this should have been my call that was his way of pushing back and that's the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that drives people absolutely bananas it's also why I wonder about the notion of him walking away because it's like, that's how stubborn and power hungry the guy is. Like, I just, I, I would love the idea of Daryl saying, Hey, it's not working. You know, maybe I'll just take a step back and keep me on as an advisor or whatever. And I'll go back to the ranch, but it's the exact opposite of all the actions he's shown us over the course of his career. Like he's incredibly stubborn. I, I just, I don't see him bowing to pressure from outside. Well, that's what makes this entire thing so hard to handicap and why I'm not, I don't have any prediction for you as to exactly what's going to happen. I just can't envision this thing rolling on into next season. Yeah. Has there been talking to's? Has there been, you need to change your, like by then it was too late. By then this team's scuffling so far down in the standings, you know, needs the math to really work out in their favor. And the change of tune, the change of heart, everyone can see through it. That's not really who you are. We know what you are, and we've seen it in, in full view of everyone for months now. You're muted, Rob. Mute. If the math worked out and they got in, might not that be the worst thing that could happen? Good you know what I mean? Oh, all of a sudden there, ah, we figured it out at the end. We're going to next year. We're all in together again. It's all good. I mean, not to compare situations, but I think back to like, I'm watching the Canucks right now and I'm watching the run that they've been on is I think it's something like 11, four and two or something. And, and you know that what they're going to be talking about this summer is like, oh, we're so close. Look how good this team is. The Just first like Pedro, off, those games, they never carry over. It never matters. And I get the idea of putting structure in place and changing the coach and changing the message. Rick Tockett has done obviously a great – the guy can coach. He's done a great job since he's gotten there. But half that team's not – or part of that team's not going to be back anyway next season to hang your hat on whatever you see now would be foolish. And in the same way, whatever the Flames would do now – even to sneak in, it almost like what would be fun to watch would be the sort of, you know, Flames revenge tour of, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to do this and and we're going to jam it up, whoever. But I, I, 
they don't have it. They don't have the goods. Yeah. Continually falling you know, big I, I, opportunities to actually make gains in the standings. I'm with you. There's, there would be nothing greater for the city and for everybody here to go on a great run over the next two, three weeks and then get in and make some noise or whatever. But I'm with Ryan. There's, there's nothing that would suggest that they have that in them. They've, they've not won two in a row. It's like they cannot string wins together. They cannot do it regardless of level of opponent or home away, second in as many nights, three day break. There's just nothing there. I'm, we, we talked about it last week, Retro, you said dysfunction. They, they feel and look, and I believe are, a dysfunctional unit right now. I don't think there's a lot of chemistry between lines one and four or on the back end. And that, that massive change could be coming, I think, is probably needed. I, 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 I believe it's needed. I don't think there's any I, doubt. I think the saddest part about it is that this collection of players is a lot better than what they've shown. And, and I'm, again, it's not all in the coach, and that's not what I'm saying. The players have to own that, too. On paper, I think this team is, is a playoff team. I do. You know, you need a lot of things to go right. You need the goaltending to be a lot better. But to think that this team couldn't be so much better than it is, like, that's the dangerous part in this, is that whatever you blow up or whatever decisions you make – you can't also throw the baby out with the bathwater and maybe in some ways with some of these contracts, they're not, they wouldn't be able to anyway. It's funny you mentioned Vancouver, Alex, our, our producer, the Canucks do have more wins than the Flames. It's true. They have one more win than do the Flames. And it feels like when you talk about Vancouver, it's complete disarray. And here this team is, is so close. What about Winnipeg? What about Nashville? We know that uh, that Duchesne is out week to week. The Winnipeg Jets, as you say, have been scuffed when you see tough. it there. Lost. they got a bunch of guys that are out. I didn't realize Forsberg is out and Yossi and all. <laughs> it's crazy that it feels, you're right, the opportunity should have been there. What's happened to both of those teams? Obviously, Nashville, it's probably injuries, but why is Winnipeg having a hard time getting it together? They could have put the Flames and the Preds out of their misery like three weeks ago. And they ha I, I, I don't know what their story is. They, they've struggled to defend. Um, it's not been the goalie. When you give up 38 goals in a 10-game stretch and you watch the game and you're like, how many times are they going to score on a backdoor tap-in? I'm sorry, that's not the goalie. Um, and so they've, they've struggled. And, and then at the same time, when it looks like they finally get their act together defensively, they went through a stretch where they were shut out like three times in six games and they can't score. So I think they've had a real, and it's, it's going back two months and four days. January 24th is when you can pinpoint the dip for the Jets in their schedule and their play. It's been ugly. And they're having, a, it feels like a crisis of confidence right now, trying to put it all back together again for a team that really up until that point was challenging for the Central Division lead, which is, is hard to kind of fathom now as they're, you know, hanging on and clinging to a playoff spot. And so what that's done is, against all odds, it's opened up the door for the Flames to kick it down and they've done nothing. And then on the Winnipeg Jets, or sorry, the Nashville Predators hand, they go and sell off pieces. They go eight, six, and two since the day they traded Nino Niederreiter, and then the next day traded Tanner Janot. Eight, six, and two, and and they've got eight guys out of their lineup. 
they they have a guy scoring goals, Tommy Novak. I don't know. I, I hadn't heard of him prior to the last couple weeks. He scored three goals his senior season in college. He's got like 13 and 36 games. Great. It's awesome. It's a great story. But the point is the Preds have been plucky after plucking pieces off of their roster. And the Flames have been sitting here with this golden opportunity to, to chase down the Jets and have nothing to show for it. Yeah, we're doing a daily show here. We're we're aware. <laughs> we're doing post game shows. We're doing shows every day. Yeah, <laughs> scary. We uh, we uh, we see it. Uh, well, thanks for coming back on the show, Frank. I appreciate it. No hard feelings. I'm glad that uh, who's going to make it, Frank? Mended the fences. I think the 16 teams that are in today are going to be the 16 teams that are in uh, 20 days from now when the puck drops in the playoffs. That means Florida's out too. That big blockbuster both teams miss. That's wild. Whew. Why Why would they deserve it? They're another team oh, yeah. gifted an opportunity with the Pens. They can't get their act together. They've lost four straight. And some of the teams that they've lost to, absolutely inexcusable. The Flyers, um, they lost to the Sens. Oh, I, like, I mean, what, what are you doing? Yeah. All right, Frank. Just a bowl Appreciate of you. today. No, it's good. Love it as always. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next you week. Guys. There he is. You betcha. Frank Saravelli, our NHL insider. Um, I mean, to react to that, there's a lot in there. But I think that probably for a Flames fan, the one thing that you would maybe be taken most aback by, and it's Frank's opinion, right? But Frank talks to people, is that he feels like it's it's he said coin flip. I don't know if that's exactly where it is, but but the fact that Daryl coming back is nowhere near as certain as you might think it is. What's the proper? I don't think they're making it. The math is tough. So what's the proper path or I don't know game plan? That's not the right words I'm looking for. But what what order does do the dominoes fall? Do you deal with the GM first and then the coach? And then the players? Well, you'll have exit meetings. Their last game's on April 12th, I believe. They play San Jose on a Wednesday. You'll do exit meetings. Your GM will do those if he's still around, and he's got a contract. They'll let it roll off rather than fire him if that's the way things go. Um, so the exit meetings are going to tell you a lot. Like, the owners can be a pretty thorough guy, I think we know. And if you get a huge number of players speaking overtly negatively about the coach – I mean, like we said earlier, you can't just swap out 18 guys. There's there's a lot of guys under contract for next year, and there's a lot of guys you'd like to talk extension with this summer that are free agents a year from now. That probably puts you in a weird spot where your GM who doesn't have a contract has to relay that info to the, the owner because I don't think the GM will have the, the ability to fire the coach. There's no way you let a guy that's got a month or two left on his contract fire a coach. No. So it's a weird, like you said it last week, Rhett, it's dysfunctional because we really don't know how, you know, the organizational chart works on these big decisions. You cannot suggest that the owner's just sitting watching and allowing people to do their jobs. It's, that's not how this works here. That's a tough thing too, because it's like, he's got the job. I don't know that they're going to let Trilliving go, but if you are letting Trilliving go, I guess if you were, mathematically eliminated maybe it would make it more palatable but if you're you know if if the owners decided already decided that we're not bringing them back 
And once the Flames are eliminated, do you want to try and bring in someone to view this team for a couple games at the end of the year to get a feel for it? I I don't know. Are you letting an outgoing GM run the draft? Exactly. Like, probably not. That's that would be in the final two weeks of his contract because I believe usually it's the end of June that allows you a free agency opens July one. That's when everyone's contracts start fresh. Um, it's it would be awfully weird to watch a lame duck run through that incredibly busy trade season and draft week because that's when the the haul for Larson one for one was. That's when we saw all kinds of blockbusters in the last five to ten years. Is that week leading up to the draft because. Contracts are rolling off the books. The draft is coming up. You can move picks for players, la, la, la. It's it's a really high, big transaction season. If you don't want this guy back, how are you letting him run that? Now, maybe they are bringing him back and then let him run it, but it's just, it's a weird spot to be in. Well, again, it's just, it, the, the, the common sense doesn't, well, it doesn't make any sense because if you were bringing him back, then you would think that, and maybe there's a deal in place and they all have agreed to it and they just haven't announced it. I don't know, but it feels odd to think that if you were bringing him back, you'd wait till after the season to announce it too. Like it's uh, That's what uh, happened it, with this last one too. I Because remember, it was Ken King's thing was always, we are all under review at the end of the season. And yeah. when Treliving's last contract expired, it was the same thing. He didn't know, am I going to the draft? Am I going to be in these meetings? He was holding exit meetings at the end of the season with players, not knowing what he, am, am I going to be here in the fall? There was no way of knowing. And then he was, So that was, but it was four years sorry, ago, was whatever it was. Yeah. Like they lost to Colorado, I believe was the year before yeah. that. So anyway, that's, that's, they've never been shy on letting a lame duck scenario exist. And they're not the only team. Some other teams do it too. But I, my guess is you'll be there for exit meetings, but if, if he's not coming back, you know, you're, he's not being fired. He's just not coming back. The deal will expire, but you just don't take part in any of the draft meetings. It's that kind of thing has happened before. Something where the, so then, you know, it's Craig Conroy. This is Craig Conroy's show. That's my guess. Conroy's, so been, that, you know what? It's been a lot of years now. It's been a lot of years when you think about it. For us, we're old guys. The years start to pile up. He has been an AGM for a long time now and sitting in wait. If Bradshaw Living leaves, I can't imagine they bring in anybody else. I well, I, The only thing I would say is that Daryl's got a lot of ties to a lot of people around the league. If Daryl's coming back, he's going to have some say as to who that if if they're putting their faith in Daryl to bring him back, then he's going to have some say, I think, on who's the GM. Someone like Bob Murray. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He's got a relationship with, yeah, like there's... And you know, my, my belief too, like this is not an owner who goes into a foxhole and say he shows up or gets the word out in exit meetings that, you know, of the 20 players, there were 17 of them that really don't like Daryl. Daryl, he's aware. It's the same thing with trades or anything else. You have to run things upstairs. Like Murray knows what's going on. And I'm telling you this, the the Daryl has been far more kind and gentle in, in the media. The last little bit is not by accident. With, when that's when that stuff happened with Kadri a couple of weeks ago, the whole Huberto thing. This has been a this has been a exactly and Pel- this has been a season of unrest. Murray Edwards will not be stunned if a bunch of players trot in there on exit day and voice their displeasure with the coach. He's aware. It's been made aware to Daryl. Like it's obvious. It's just, just look yep. at any of the Daryl post game press conferences. That's he's that's not him. He's doing. He's towing the company line. So, I yeah, also sort I, of think that I don't know. You might know there's discontent, but you're not probably you're not allowed to talk extension with anyone until July one. Like, if if Elias Lindholm says I would sign here for this number, but not if that guy's there. That's a ballsy like statement by, by players. Well, too, you're right? with like, agency, right? It's honest. It's I, basically what yeah. Chuck did for you, right? Well, it's honest, but how many guys? maybe i don't know it's not something that ever crossed my mind that it was my my that my opinion on the gm and the coach mattered no i I think specifically a lot right yeah yeah you you remember thinking back to when you know greg gilbert won the mark savard gilbert battle right it was well trade savard (laughs) then you got rid of the coach anyway and that's, but I do, I, I, I'm with you, Ryan. I think that there's far more, not publicly, but behind closed doors, there's a lot of, I, I'm the star. I'm making money. I hate this coach. I do. I, I don't want to play for this coach. Look what happened in Boston. Those guys, yep. there are a number of those guys. They well, hated Cassidy. Krejci fucked yeah. off and then yeah, came well, back. Europe. And now they're the best team the NHL's ever seen in the regular season. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a new world, man. You're right about that. Players nowadays, they know the leverage that they have and the sway that they have. If if they don't like the coach, what's the what's the ownership going to do? What's the manage, management team going to do? And I don't know that there's a player that's got more sway than Lindholm. When you look at his age, the position he plays, he's a 1C. If, if you go into next year with two centers in their mid-30s as your 1-2 and Kadri and Backlund, like, because he's saying, I'm not resigning here and you better trade me now because I'm not, if he's back, I'm gone. Like, get something for me. Uh, I mean, like, he's got more leverage than anyone. There's, I, it's just God, slotting. Right? Well, and the other thing is, you're not going to be surprised if all these guys come back and there is a change being the coach that this team goes into playoffs and next year and has a hell of a run and, and plays very well. They, they are 
minimum of points away from being in a playoff spot. You could go through the games easily and find 10 points that they should have had. Just right? Uh, Mark, 10 points. It's fucking Markstrom alone. If Markstrom, Markstrom alone. percentage is right, Markstrom yep. alone, if he's a little bit better, then yep. all the other discontent and disarray can be happening, and they're they're in a playoff yeah. spot fighting for to get into the division. So, but the it I I sat at the start of the season. I know we sat and talked when we were doing this show. So this is going to be a this is a great time. What a season this is going to be! So much change. Are they going to be better and all of that? This was a complete 180 degrees from what I expected. Did not see Everyone. any of this coming. I mean- Rhett asked questions, as a, but no one predicted God. that they would be bad. Nobody. You can look through statistical it models. Is. You can look through experts. You can talk to people in the business. Everyone thought this was a playoff team. They're, you know, raising questions is as close as we got. No one was willing to stick their neck out and say, this isn't a good team. They're going to miss playoffs. And that's to what you said last week, right? It's dysfunction. When you see a group that is this talented with this many good players, that's as deep as they are miss expectations by that much it reeks of things not being right it's not hey this is what they are this is as good as they can be you know it's just they're not good that, that isn't what's frustrating about this team what's frustrating is that they show you how good they can be at times and then they fuck the dog for a third of the schedule against bad teams like it's it's it drives you insane it's an infuriating team to for this city to have to try to get behind and Rhett, to your point with frank and i think it's a good one we've We've been vocal on this thing about Daryl. This is not just a Daryl Sutter thing. This is not a team that you should be feeling sorry for, that they've got a they've got a mean coach and he's not leading them to victories. There's a lot of blame to go around and a lot of guys to wear it. There's no doubt. Yep. It's a short list of guys that have had really good seasons. Like DeFoley, Backland, Anderson. Anderson. Like who am I missing here? Like obviously Vladar's the young guys. Been, I think Vladar Vladar has hardly played lately, so he's kind of forgotten. But for the most when they needed part, I think was Vladar, thing. Yeah. February. But he was also really good when Markstrom wasn't. Anyway, it's... Yeah, know. like, I'd give him a passing grade. But, like, there's there's not many A's and B's on the report cards here. It's, um, yeah. Walker Dirt. Walker Dirt, A-plus, baby. Get the jersey. Number 71. Get the jersey. Denis it is uh, springtime. It's springtime. Sorry, Brent Ryan. It's uh, it's barbecue season. It's grilling season. If if you're one of those people, it's, oh, it's well, it's cold outside in the winter. We don't we don't grill or barbecue. Then that's fine. No more excuses. Losers. There was snow yesterday. It's basically gone. Let's go. Bonton Meat Market. Warner's coming to town. I can't wait for you to unveil the Warner you, barbecue you, list. You had better get to Bonton before I do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Greg. Call, actually. Yeah, get the semi, get the semi loaded up. Bonton Meat Market. If you're gonna, if you're, if you're gonna go to the trouble and go out there and pick out some steaks or some meat and have some, why would you do anything but go to Bonton Meat Market? Since 1921, they have been treating the city like family. Triple A Alberta beef, free range poultry, lamb, milk fed veal, Alberta pork. Was Pinder? Was it you that was saying you've never had the meat pies? That's correct. And my wife saw yeah, I love meat pies. It's, uh, it's so retro, fast. right? Yeah. I don't know how that needle's been I thread. Don't I don't how. know how Pinder. Yeah, because we've been talking about the Lots meat pies the forever. 
I just got to get wait. there before Ryder. It's going to be like watching those Black Friday scraps in Walmart in the States. I'm, I'm <laughs> absolutely – I'm floored that you haven't had the I know. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Hey, it's on the list. You got to get her done. Meat pies. Meat, uh, you, you like steak or chicken? Good luck picking. Good luck getting meat. I'll tell you which one's better. Can't do it. Bonton voted Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for the best deli meat market. 28 Crowfoot Circle, Northwest, BontonMeatMarket.com is the website. Greg, Greg's a big Flames fan. Don't give him your cell number because he will be texting you all the time about, uh, I don't know what this Sam is. Like. I'm, not sure. I'm not sure what the hell's going on. Like, so if you take if you take twenty seven and think like if you trade them for this guy, what about this guy? Can we can we, can we get this trade to work? He's all in. So He's all G in and everything. There's he does. a GM spot opening up, perhaps. That's maybe, right. Maybe put <laughs> his are. name in that. That's right. Yeah, Greg, number one meat man in uh, in the city of Calgary. Get after it. Go see him, and I'd get yourself some to say of the best. You might be right. I don't. I'm not going to argue with you. And then to Let carry on to Western Canada. Yeah. I, do BC, do they know what they're doing out there? I don't think no. so. Yeah. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Let's do the uh, the Pinder Report. Pinder is back, and so too the Pinder Report, a presentation of Village Honda. Pinder went away, but you know what didn't go away? That million-dollar buy-in event. Oh. Cash for your vehicle. Village Honda, top dollar. They'll also throw in a tropical cruise to boot. Huh? Yeah, that's right. See more. VillageHonda.com. Northwest Automotive. <laughs> Your dealership for life. Let's do the Pinder Report. Game day, fellows. It's the LA Kings. You ate to see it. A team that just destroyed them last week. Ah. Oh, dear. There it is. Was that the post game we did that? I don't know if it was that one or a different one. Yeah. That's yeah. going full tangy there with the Titleist hat boom. It's good luck. Here's what the Flames are facing in terms of, uh, well, the postseason. We know the math is bad. Here's how bad. Ryan Pike from Flames Nation. The elimination number is six and a half. So any Winnipeg win or Calgary loss drops it by one. Both teams have eight games left. So if Winnipeg, you know, won four, you'd almost have to run the table to get in. That's a half. So good luck, fellows. Here are the Flames' lines from Skate this morning. A lot of uh, similarities from what you saw in a winning lineup against San Jose on Saturday. Huberto still with Backlund and Coleman. Uh, Nick Ritchie still in an NHL lineup as Jacob Pelche watches from above. And yeah, walking there on that fourth line with Lewis and Lucic. Uh, there's your pairs. Still no Chris Tanev, Dean, which means Uyghur. Slides over to his right shot side and plays with Zadorov. Hannafin and Anderson reunited as the top pair. Gilbert and Stetcher, your third pair. This is Tanev one. Uh, eh. I mean, Weaker's been good though. What's that? Weaker's been pretty good lately. I like him. Why? He has. I liked him a lot with Anderson. He's on a bit of a heater points wise. And. Yeah, another I'll thing you'd it, love to have seen for the first two thirds of the season, right? Yeah, that'd been a take thing. it, yeah. take it back, retro. You're gonna take it back. You're, no, I'm not taking it back. Two, three, he pissed yeah? away right. six months yeah. of the year. Make one month right. doesn't really make up for. Anyway, 
Uh, Matthew Coronado, you guys talked about it yesterday. He signed on the weekend. He's got a number, and we got more info on Coronado. He's going to wear number 39 for the Calgary Flames. If, you know. Brian Scrudland. Clark Wilm. Screwy. Was Wilm? I thought Wilm was 23. Maybe a few. Numbers. Oh, he's 23. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 39. 39. Kelly Chase Doug is 39, but he was St. Louis. Doug Wade. Doug Gilmore was Doug Gilmore 39 in Calgary? Doug Gilmore uh, was 93. Gilmore. Oh, it was nine in Calgary? No, I was in Lanny. Okay. Um, moving oh along. God. You want more on <laughs> young Coronado? We've got an article up on flamesnation.ca from our buddy Bob Monick. What do you want to, what do you, what the, uh, hey, Coronado? Bob. What you, uh, uh, boy, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey there, Bob. Well, he's laid it out. Expectations, what you'll likely see. I guess the conundrum being, uh, Daryl hates to play young players, and uh, they're not mathematically eliminated yet. So the question, fellows, will Coronado play before they're mathematically eliminated? Remember the mascot I don't think guy. so. I really don't think so. And I, uh, as excited as we might all be to see him play, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is, like, until you're mathematically eliminated, should you operate logically or just by the straight numbers if you if there's still a glimmer do you give it all you got or do you say look we're realists we're missing let's get wolf up let's see what zary looks like let's get this kid in coronado how about phillips who's leading They're the good. a in goals phillips yeah uh, yeah no but daryl would have said hey i tried him i gave him 11 minutes twice i know everything about him i think yeah. you have to go for it with the team you have or started the year with and the minute you're eliminated you go all in kids every kid you got play the piss out of them that won't happen which they did two years ago so yeah, yeah good stuff exactly uh next should do won't do it kings come in red hot retro 10 0 and 2 in their last 12. i've Rollers never seen some uh I've, go ahead I've never seen 24 you know you're at the roulette table mm -hmm. you want to bet the streak no way the streak's too long for the kings we got to go red 12, 12 red blacks tonight. in a row it's gonna go red dude yep. that way bets of the day i like that yeah there it is black <laughs> uh king's lines look as such you noted that fiala See? back uh I still think that Byfield in the top line, that he looked really good against them last week. That makes it all make sense for them. And uh, Carl Grundstrom on the fourth line had a pair last time. Things were going well for the Kings a week ago. Boy, Carl? Yeah, Carl. Uh, Flames will be sporting again, these look. jerseys in Sorry. warm-up yeah. uh, tonight. They've got their, their pride jerseys tonight. They've been crushing it with these uh, warm-up jerseys throughout the year. We saw Lunar New Year. We've seen, uh, what else? There's the uh, First Nations night that they had. They had the uh, Black History Month one with all the Jerome trophies and stats. Tip of the cap to the Flames. These all are gorgeous. And please, you know, let us buy them, you jerks. All you can do apparently is auction them off, and that's NHL policy. But tip of the cap to the Flames. They're all pretty. They're, they're good-looking jerseys, Dino. Congrats to the team involved in that. They may look as good when you get the policy. mustard and the ketchup stains on. Maybe some nacho cheese on the front. So you need yeah, to right. the you get the, That's the you get the Black, black History yeah. Month, or yeah, yeah, for sure. I know, no, I know that you're very inclusive, and and everybody can play. It's not about uh, pride or anything. But if I were you, 
the white one's a, a real hazard. Yeah. Because you're going if in, you're, you're getting that pocket dog with the cheese sauce, mm. and you're getting it all, all the the, the sauces in there. Explodes it's just everywhere. a disaster waiting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, standings look as such. Still behind Nashville. Well, not really, but kind of. They've got two games in hand, one point behind. Last playoff spot held by the Jets. Uh, it's going to take a Hail Mary, friends, and there's Daryl under center looking to heave one 60 yards to the end zone. We'll see how things go down the stretch. Uh, yeah, you win tonight. Okay, maybe there's a glimmer, but it uh, it feels like we can uh, do eulogies tomorrow, Dino, if, if they don't win this one against a red-hot Kings club that gave them fits last week. Uh, what do we got for an update? Your old pal Darren McCarty, Rhett? Guess what he's up oh, to yeah. these days? Oh, I saw this yesterday. Dean had a best of don't the show weekend. It. Damn it. Don't show get it. In trouble? Did we get in trouble? Yeah, I... Can't show it. I just have a tweet. Huh, That's all went. I have. It's... Yoink. Yeah. Really? Old, old Impact really Wrestling. Yoink. Old Impact Wrestling said, hey, what are you Jack Jack and Apes doing up there? You can't be showing Darren McCarty mm. getting powerbombed. Can't happen. But I did say, after watching Darren get uh, powerbombed, my only guess is he's going to have going to be seeking retribution. That was my guess yeah, yesterday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry I missed that. So what's this? Oh, this is more coming. Man, tag. Wow. So, uh, hey, retro. You're right. Huh? Payback. Yeah. McCarty, Maltby, and Draper taking on. Yeah. I don't know who. Well, the Claude grind line. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Get Lemieux in there. Come on. Oh, D Mac. Remember when we tried sell, uh, smelling salts in studio, Dean? That was, we thought it'd be fun. And then we almost concussed mm -hmm. ourselves by actually sniffing salts. It's not just us that are pathetic loser media wimps. How about one of the toughest guys in the NHL, Ryan Reeves? Little, little whiff, little whiff of the uh, smelling salts on the bench on the weekend, right? Did you see this? I, 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 well, I think it's, I think it's like I, higher octane. That's the whole now. point. That's the whole point behind it. But watch, he, he, he does the, oh, that's. Oh, oh. Gina, oh ha. Yeah, you can't. And then he's like, much. you know what? I'm just going to need a moment here. I, uh, oh, yeah. Because he actually, he took the first Jeez. one and then handed it back. He's like, no, no, give me the other one. So he needed the, so uh, the full octane the water. stuff. Yeah. You need the water. You do it without the water. It's that was nothing. you. Yeah. yeah. Oof. You're just leaking. Then right out of your eye sockets. I'm going to do some research here. All right. Like, yeah, what were smelling salts? Back How did we invent these, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Like, who, who decided? Like, and, when, and if they're just dummy. out there in, in the world, like, how would you even get close to them? You'd be falling over well, a and, kilometer well, away. My question would be, you would smell, be like, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. How would you make that yeah, connection to, you know when I should do that is before I, a sporting event so that I'm more alert. <laughs> yeah. And ready for con for the contest. I don't know how you'd make that connection. It's got to be boxers. Since, They're lunatics. The only they've way been around comes. since the 13th century, fellas. Jeez, mm -hmm. it's a long time. Retro, need time. your attention here. I've got some okay. images of a hoity-toity, fancy, uh, you know, the stars on the sidewalks, you. ritzy Buffalo, New York. As we have more images from the multi-billion dollar stadium with no roof in Buffalo that uh, is being designed. 
So that my in look my in laws yes on Sunday at Nona's my in laws had decided because they all think they're brilliant they were going to design a floating roof to move in and out right. to cover the yeah. mm-hmm. floating. That would be yeah. another billion probably, and I don't know that they're going to find that under the couches in New York. Oh, uh, you know, I should so. just uh, you know head over to the oh, Home oh. Depot get it get get some tarps and some bungee cords. And we'll just strap it around the lid. If it's hot, we'll take it off. And then if it's going to be shitty out, we'll just grab the bungees and put it over the they top. Now they were going to use Retro magnets. past the red sauce. They were going to use yeah. magnets to uh, secure it. <laughs> magnets. Very, wow. Yeah. Very strong magnets. Float Do your in-laws there. have a bathtub? Do they have a bathtub in their front yard? Mm, no. I'm the I winner, Dean. Engine block out of a... 75 Buick or something like that in the front yard. <laughs> it looks nice, but it should have a roof. And yeah. you know what? The league should step in and go, hey, you dumbasses. Dummies. You missed two you games looks last like. year because of the yeah. stupid. It looks, like, it looks like if the roof fell in on the saddle dome. It looks like if there was a big yeah. snowfall and the middle of the dome fell in. That's where, that's where the flames would be playing. Beautiful. Um, okay, next. We we love umpires, especially umpires that think they're more important than players and have huge egos and are actual massive riches. That's a personality if you're an ump. This is, this is a Grapefruit so League game yesterday. Grapefruit League. It's JT Real Muto, probably the best catcher in baseball, uh, behind the plate. And the prior pitch, the umpire threw a ball to the pitcher. So uh, th- there's your context for what we're watching. This is Grapefruit League play between the Blue Jays and the Phillies yesterday now here's the action right here and <laughs> so great the umpire felt like Remilto took his bum out of the way and I, I think he real didn't sense so the, the umpire thinks he's getting way, screwed so by real muta moving his glove but real muta say you just threw it to the pitcher you didn't put it in there so i didn't think i was getting the ball i'm not trying to upstage you imagine thinking you're that important that everything's about you oh He's that like, guy better dude, it's March. What are you doing? Oh, okay, you're going to throw the ball? You're out of here. Tossed him. Like, Jesus Christ. Did that guy right? earful from his wife all breakfast table? Like, how do you act like that? That's ridiculous. How sour is that guy? What are you doing? Try some decaf, dick. God. Big Nick Alberga with the uh, the video there. Thank you, know you friend. You know what? Thanks, Nick. Can you, can you backtrack on that, though? Like once no, you've made the toss no. move, you're that's you're committed, aren't you? I think oh, you're you in. You can't yeah. go back on a call. That's a you're an ump. There's never bad judgment. Stick to your guns. You're not going back to New York to review that one. Ugh, oh, gross. I was if I was the pitcher, if I could throw a ball that far, I'd have drilled one right at that ump. Yep. Oh, whoops! The missed next it. Catcher, <laughs> next catcher to come in. Don't bother catching this. It's going. Uh, I got our wires right crossed. Your head. Yeah. Bring, he bring the heat, up. and then yeah. yeah. Bring the heat, and the catcher's like, "Oh, is my shoelace untied?" Oh shit! Yeah. Bolt. <laughs> and right I think uh, when he got tossed. There was video, and he's fist pumping on the way out. He's like, "It's spraying. I don't give a fuck." Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't care. Pop. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'll be in Hooters with David Wells. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I I've made the team. This is okay. Don't don't worry about yeah. me. Yeah, Freaking really umpires. teaching them a lesson. Sounds like the Washington, uh, whatever the hell they're called, the Commandos, uh, the uh, 
football teams, the football club. You want to know what really happened there? That catcher told the ump, he said, get me out of this game. I got to get some money. He's like, I got to take a shit. I'm going to shit myself. I got to take a dump. Don't put it in there. Ah, toss me. I, I had like three oranges. They had orange slices out before the game. I'm, I got the squirts. You got to get me out of here. Okay, I'm going to, okay, so am I good to go? Oh, my God. I, it, there's, it's, it's running down my leg. I got to go. Get me out of here. Maybe that's what, maybe that is what happened, right? Good, good thought. Yeah, that's a good show. Washington yeah. uh, NFL team. Dan Snyder, noted asshole and loser, uh, wanted Great $6 guy. billion. Sounds like uh, people are going to meet his price. $6 billion for a dysfunctional, bad football team. Amazing. What was the, where's the downside for Dan Schneider? He's going to learn his lesson, Rhett, as he yeah, he's gonna have a swims in his Scrooge McDuck pool. Yeah. $6 billion. That might be great for you, Dan, but do you know what? There's a lot of people out there who really think you're kind of a jerk Imagine carry on with your day here's your six billion dollars it's six billion all kinds of people shine oh my up. god you really taught him a lesson yeah he'll learn and and that's and the most important part is that'll teach other sports owners never yes, to conduct yes. themselves in a similar yes. fashion that's right because yeah. of what happened to poor dan snyder now, we talked about it, Rhett. You nailed it on the head the post-game last week. Dysfunctional team. Uh, this video has leaked out, and it's believed to be Daryl Sutter and Jonathan Huberto, and it looks like it might be Stephen Avenue Mall here. Let's have a watch here, okay? There we go. It does look like Stephen Avenue Mall. Oh, I like this. Oh, see? Oh, yeah. Dear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, spinning kick. Oh, no. Playing the bass. Boom. Yeah. Oh, look out. If you aren't, if you're not uh, watching, there are two gentlemen in a, on a downtown street and they are giving each other the middle fingers with a lot of vigor. Yeah. That was the Ronaldo goal. You do the 180 and throw your hands down. You guys ever do You ever blow up the balloon? Yeah, that's good. (laughs) How does that go, Rhett? Yeah. Oh, got it. Such a good one. And they rarely oh, see that one no. coming. They're like, what's no, he doing? What are, you, are your hands? Maybe his hands are cold. Are your hands cold? Oh, you son of a bitch. You got me. You got me again. That's your pin report. Bunch of grown-ups here. Or, or what about the crank? When you crank oh, it? That's, that's what the right? shoveler did to me when she ate my cookie earlier oh, today. Oh, what? Yeah, no, she put you, give me the crank? Yes. Oh man, I didn't. I got to get in here. Give her the. I'll pick up some moves here. <laughs> you do. Watch the Ronaldo right here. Tag. This is the red one. He's pulling the rope, and then this is the Ronaldo one. Ready? One eighty. Uh, <gasps> bam! I like it. Yeah, that's good. I do like it. That's been a tremendous uh, Pinder report for Village Honda. Money well spent for uh, for Village Honda, for Always. sure. They are paying top dollar for your vehicle. They'll buy yours, even if you don't buy theirs. Sellers receive a Tropical Cruise for two, exclusively at Village Honda, Northwest Automall, the dealership, your dealership for life. It's Village Honda. Man, the, the shuffler. How do, you re- how do you rebound from that after, like, the crank? 
That's rattled tough. I'm trying to come up something the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. When did she do? When was that? She did that to you? This morning. An hour and a half ago. Like earlier today. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how Cookie you get together too. here. Incredible focus by you, bud. Incredible mm-hmm. focus by you. Uh, this, note on tonight's uh, game. Uh-huh. Markstrom confirmed as Calgary starter, and just uh, moments ago, Corpusalo confirmed for the Kings, not Phoenix Copley, uh, who we saw last week. Kings. Copley let in six on 22 the other night against St. Louis. For the win. <laughs> Maybe. Seven, yeah, six. and still came yeah. away. Yeah. 19 save yeah. victory for uh, Phoenix Copley. Um, this one now there's some discrepancy so it depends what time zone you're in whether it was yesterday in flames history or today in flames history march 27th march 28th and it was well which is all very convoluted what i'm telling you is it's mcleod law we're going to do this for mcleod law we'll explain what it's about they are proud calgarians their roots in our city are deep a big part of their long-standing client relationships has been knowing what matters to people in the city of Calgary. They understand the city, the people in it, the way things work. Like the communities they serve, their team is varied, it's diverse. They share a commitment in making a positive impact on Calgary. Whatever your legal need might be, and I know that this is, oh, for all your legal needs, call, but truly, this is, you contact McLeod Law, talk to the people there. They'll find something, whatever your need is, something that works and is catered and uh, and detailed exactly for you. CalgaryPersonalInjury.ca for Peter Klein, of course, the injury personal injury lawyer, but the main website, McLeod-Law.com. So it was the 27th of March, and Jerome McGinley scratched. From the from a hockey game. Oh, what? I remember. I remember looking at the game sheet, and at the bottom it says scratches, and seeing Jerome McGinley's name on there, and it was, it was very surreal. You felt that this was. You knew this was coming. Jerome's time in Calgary was probably over, but this was the signal that there was not going to be any reconciliation at the eleventh hour or something coming your way. This pro- this has to have meant that Jerome McGinley was being traded. And we found out later that night, but in the East, the next day, that Jerome had been traded. He had been traded to the Boston Bruins. But just wait a sec. It's not the Boston Bruins. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins. A wild, just a a wild chapter in that era of the Calgary Flames. As we, the story goes, the deal had been done. Between Boston and Calgary, Aginla was going to be a Bruin. They contacted Jerome to say, hey, congrats, we got a deal, you're going to Boston. And it was, uh, what about Pittsburgh? You got any, no, uh, you make something work with the Penguinos? Or, uh... So yeah, Ray Shearer, all the GM of the Penguins at the time, had been negotiating on a trade for Aginla. Here's all, because it was Aaron Ward on TSN. Right at the oh, end of a broadcast. Goes, Wasn't that again, the has been traded. Aaron Ward? Yeah. It, well, kind of, he got kind of, Former Bruin. He found out from the boss. Yeah, we just traded. And they had. Except they needed player approval, which they didn't get. Ray Shiro calls Jay Feaster to say, hey, c- congrats on getting that deal done. It's too bad we didn't get anything worked out. <laughs> Feaster's like, we, we don't have a deal. Ugh. It's everywhere. What are you talking about? Um we didn't we don't uh, jerome hasn't signed off on it 
Well, what can we oh. do? And the next thing you know, Jerome Aginla traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that post-game press conference with Jay Feaster, waiting to see what's happened. What are they getting from Boston? So it's fine. What are you getting? We've traded Jerome to the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was, pardon me? Did, it, did, it, did he just say Pittsburgh? And then trotted out the deal. And in fact, so it was March 27th, but because of how it all worked in the East, it was 28th. So somewhere within these last two days, on this day in Flames history, a tough one is Jerome dealt to the Penguins. Can you remember so the what package? What did they get? What did they Kenny get? Agostino, how did they... Ben Hanowski. Kenny Agostino, a, a forward from Flanders, New Jersey. He was a fifth-round pick of Pittsburgh in the 2010 draft out of Little Falls, Minnesota, going to St. Cloud State. Ben Hanowski from Little from Little Falls, uh, Minnesota. He, of course, was a uh, was six two two ten. So a couple of hey, look, you know, a couple of couple of forwards out of the U.S. College. Never heard of them. Don't know anything about them. But there had been, as you remember at that time, more of a focus put on u.s college kids these guys that were maybe late bloomers or just maybe flew under the radar a little bit so ben hanowski kenneth agostino and a first round pick to the calgary flames in exchange for jerome ginla the first round pick um it, it it didn't really and i feel bad because morgan klimchuk's such a nice kid but it didn't really work out so not a great deal in the end oh and no. On the flip side, the Boston trade, now there's no telling what they would have done with that pick, but it was going to be Matt Bartkowski, Alexander Koklachev, and a first-round pick. So that one wasn't a home run either. So, sad. Ordinarily, on a, on, for these, it's like for McLeod Law, you like to really kind of... Here's, here's a great thing that happened in Flames and in Calgary history, but it was... Uh, it was not ideal. Has Remember that first waste, game? Has anyone team wasted more of their superstars than the Flames? And remember seeing this? Sorry, Retro. This was again this first goal. It looks weird now. It looked weird then. Yeah, totally. Kunitz and Malkin. Must be fun. Time and room for Kunitz. Fakes as if he's going to take it to the net. That's tremendous patience there. And you know what, Retro, you look back, there are some of these trades that have happened. Remember that when Solani and Korea both went to Colorado and everybody basically said, just give them the cup. Why bother playing the season? Just give them the cup. There have been some deadline deals. There have been things that have happened. And that was kind of the same here. Pittsburgh was already so good. And then they had one of the best power forwards of the generation. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity for them big time, looking back. Well, and then said, he ended though, up they... going to Boston next year, and it was the same thing. Sorry, they right? lost to Boston. I don't remember the series, but I remember talking to him about it. He's like, we completely dominated that series, hit posts left and right, and just didn't put the puck in the net, but had every opportunity to win, just didn't finish it. And then he goes to Boston the next year. Didn't work there either. In Colorado, no. didn't work there. LA, Colorado, work there. Was the, Colorado was the weird one. Yep. They weren't quite ready for him, and it was a three-year deal. It's like, look, if you're just looking to win cups, just go a year at a time. Like, it can't be about the money right now, can it? 
And it was uh, Agostino went to Yale. Hanowski was the uh, St. Cloud State, uh, uh, both in Europe before, uh, you know, retiring. Actually, died once playing this year. Agostino's and playing Torpedo Nizhny Novgorod. Oh, okay, job, baby. Yeah. So four goal. Maybe they're still t- the trade could still pan out then if the Flames wanted to. Well, they don't hold his rights, and he is thirty playing in the K. NHL deal. I'm sure you could probably bring him back. Come on back. I'm gonna try. He's probably matured. Yeah. What's that? Four goals per rate to one over here. Let's go. Personal injury specialists, Peter Klein and his folks over at McLeod law, McLeod law.com social media at McLeod law, LLP. Let them take the stress off of your shoulders, out of your life. You've got enough to deal with. Let them do all that legal and insurance and medical stuff. You worry about you, McLeod Law is on your team and they want to help. McLeod-Law.com. Peter Klein, great guy. Uh, we have a bunch of, what, 10 games tonight. The Kings come to town. And With Jets and Fred's both I, in action as well, if you still care. Yeah, I suppose there there is that. Um, the Kings are a fun team. I They've been, I don't know, is it credit to Todd McClellan? I don't know that there was a whole lot of, when, when he went there as as the coach, yeah, and I guess we were so close to it coming out of Edmonton, right? It was, every coach that left Edmonton wore it. So I don't know yep. what his what his rep was as a coach. I don't know what you take away from his time in Edmonton, but this is now what his third stop. San Jose, Edmonton, and now LA. And there's yeah. some that feel that he's a finalist for the Jack Adams this year with what he's done in LA. I'm sure there's some other teams in the East. That'd be an interesting list around, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in Seattle, <laughs> Hackstall, who we scratched our head and wondered what the hell were they doing <laughs> getting that guy? He's probably yeah. in that mix. 40 wins. They've Big been tremendous. for everyone there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. You know what it is in LA Boston. Guys. Do you look past? Sorry, I was just going to say Jim Montgomery. If you have one of the best seasons ever, can you? Are you not in that mix? So sorry. Go ahead. God, just the team the Oilers do not want any part of is the LA Kings. And Edmonton's been compiling wins here, but it's like seven six over a bad team, five four over a bad team. They let Arizona climb back into it last night, win by one. The results are good. It's just style points are ugh. The team, they want no part of is the LA Kings. It was a tough seven-game series last year. The Kings are deeper and better than they were last year. And honestly, like, McClellan knows that team inside out. Not to say that, oh, well, I know McDavid. I can beat McDavid. But uh, I think they gave them more than many people thought last year, and they're better this year. Um, that's that's a team, if you're Edmonton, you want no part of. Depth, deep down the middle, and they, for whatever reason, have got goaltending. I think we get it, but they got it. I, I was going to say well, you talked about the Oilers' goaltending, but it was enough to get them through two friggin' rounds last year. Flames couldn't take care of take advantage of that goaltending, but well, I two just different guys. About Skinner, year. if yeah, is Skinner going to be? Is he going to be better for them when it matters than Smith was? Well, what's his playoff track? I, I worry record? a little. Oh, I worry one. a little. Uh, not worry. I worry, but I wonder a bit about Edmonton. They're they can beat you a number of different ways. And it, sometimes it is high scoring and it's power play fueled, but I, they worry me a little bit this year. They worry me a little bit. That echo ad was probably a pretty good ad. That guy is, uh, 
that one guy they've got, I think he's leading the league in scoring, and the other guy they've got, I think he's like right there too. Third. Not ideal. Not ideal. And Rhett, we, I mean, we know how you feel about the Oilers. Yeah, what is that you yeah, say? They stink. Yeah, yeah, we'll hear about that in, in a moment. Before we head out, I want to tell you one more time, Jasper Travel, especially now. Now it's easier to see. It's easier to kind of wrap your head around. Warmer temperatures means get outside, enjoy yourself. Spring skiing up in Jasper, warmer temps. The escape card is still in effect. The half-price lift tickets right through to the end of the season. Conditions are still great. The uh, they, they serve uh, drinks on the patio. They have a patio, and you can enjoy, when the sun's out, you can sit outside, maybe kick off your ski boots, and have beverages on, oh. on the patio. I didn't know they did, that they did that there. You can plan your summer camping trip, your excursion, start doing that now. The reservations opened for the front country on the 16th, the back country on the 28th. So go and book your summer spots now. SkyTram is opening up, uh, is actually is open now. The golf course is opening in May, so it's time. Jasper Travel. Go online, book your spots, and enjoy one of the most beautiful, truly, literally, one of the most beautiful spots that you'll find on the planet. We live in a part of the world, men. Those people from other other countries, other parts of the world, they, they book their holidays to come here. They, it's one of their life's journeys to come where we live. We should take advantage. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Problem is Dean's one day at a time, Rhett. He doesn't know what he's doing tomorrow, so. No, I can't do that. Really, can't. get him a calendar. Could go 50-50 on that, Rhett. We'll get him to look ahead at the next month, see what days fall on what days of the week and all that sort of thing. We'll get you up there. Yeah, my is calendar is going to be like a four or five day. Yeah, it's, it is a prey ski. Very nice. Frances of you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So are you happy with your golf game, Pinder? Because you've got, you get went down, Fucking you got off with your dad. We know that this was some kind oh. of a thing. Did you, did your dad, was he happy with his partner? You know what? It was, uh, the expectations were set very low as they should have been, having not picked up a club much in the last, you know, half year. So uh, there was some moments of brilliance and my handicap reflected how bad I was, but I think it would have been a passing grade until the last day Saturday when I had five in a row that I literally hit off the hosel, like straight shanks, dead right. And that's a sign of someone that's lost it and that needs to start drinking again because he's going to lose his mind. And that's when the drinking. Yeah. We won the match five and four, but it was uh, oh, trying to. So what do you win? What do you win at the big tournament? Is it a big cash so there, prize? There was 12 flights. There's obviously Jewels. a big, uh, what do they call it? A paramutual where you can bet on each other. And then each flight winner of all the 12 went out on, and they did a horse race to determine the champions. So no matter whether you're first or 12th flight, everyone, and they eliminated three or four teams a whole until there was three left. It was, and then everyone that's is watching, it was tons of fun to see people that were good at golf at the end doing that. But uh, big old trophies, surprise money, lots of fellas are making some wagers. Did they drink? But like, really? do they drink out of the trophy when they win? Do they pour in champagne? No, it's over like a heads? horse is that it... someone's like lassoing. It's not a, there's oh. no, it's not, you can't drink out of it. But uh, mainly it's bragging rights at the golf course with all your retired golf buddies. Are you kidding me? Do you get, do you get the parking spot, the club championship parking spot? No, it's it? not club oh, chance. Come it's, on. It's, it's, uh, remember guests, club chance. 
They're all handy spots for those old farts anyway. They all got their own golf carts. No one drives there. Golf cart in and yeah. out. Yeah. Well, that's what we were saying. We wondered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he sure. said, I bet you it's one of those gate, things. They riding golf carts everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's just out the back door of the, uh, of the condor of the spot and just putter over to the course in your golf cart. You did, you did call it. Yeah. Yep. That's how it is down there. Nice. Easy yeah. living. Awesome. Grapefruit's growing so, in the backyard. Love it. Do you feel like your performance was enough to get you an invite back for next year? Like, oh, son, man, that was so great. We'll, we'll do well, it again next year. He's got two sons. Or if it's a, uh, we're, on a, we're on a rotation. Bob's he doesn't like the other, ask kid. Bob. the other kid's a dick. I think, There's no way. Bob Dog's got first Poor rider Bob. refusal, I think. And if he waves, he said he'd be happy to have me back. But um, Bob Dog. we're going to have to do some serious closet training next winter if that's happening. The short game is just. You're invited back awful. if my favorite son doesn't come. <laughs> well, to be fair, I got. I, it's, it would be decent to rotate you wouldn't want to show favorites even though one's much better at golf than the other <laughs> it's a handicap but you know, whatever it is it is bob's turn next year so you know it's it what's bob's. fair is fair ryan yeah yeah well, bob's not too busy yeah <laughs> so you were getting some reaction over the uh the smooch cam were you well i just i'm like what someone sent a screenshot and i'm like what I was in that. Why, what? Oh, they showed it again. They're being dicks. Okay, got it. Not being, yeah, it's just something. analyzing. We were just analyzing you, you because it, it came on. Again. Yes, it was kind of, we had to right. break some break it down. We had to drill down on this. We were just wondering about the seating arrangement because you were yeah. sitting right next to your sister. You're very close. We just wondered about... Are, are they, uh, so you... so. Who did you go? You're you don't need to answer these questions. No, I just, you go like, look at your right. You're sitting on her lap. That is I just not don't correct. know. Her husband would be directly to her left. If he wasn't getting a beer and taking a piss. Yeah, that's a wouldn't you right sit, there. wouldn't you sit next to him or do you, are you looking there to catch up with your sister? Us, and I think it was just the order that we walked back from the, uh, the intermission. Huh. So who just did sit. you go with? Were you with a, uh, my buddy Honger, the idiot. It's a bit of a maniac. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're going to sit next to your buddy, right? Yeah. It was on my right. And then out of those two, your wife and hu her husband, you it's were more inclined wife. to sit I mean, next to her. Yeah. Then I think he sat sister. there half the time and she sat the other half. But when the kiss cam was on, yes, we were sitting Weird. beside each other, Dean. Okay, my husband's finally gone. Move over here and sit over here. Then he'll just sit. It down. does look like a lot of empty seats there. <laughs> There's no one around you. And look how happy you That's are. Right. Such a happy couple. Look at that boy. Here we go. It's the whole family now. <laughs> I can't. No, no, it's my sister. <laughs> Not in well, public, she's guys. Drink, she's got a drink in her hand. Drinks as much as her yeah. brother. That's good. Uh I'm banging this guy. That's what she said there. Isn't that what that said? Oh, okay. No, no I don't know. Weird. And uh, it's her birthday is in a couple of days. So, yeah, about turn 40. Lena Nova. Happy birthday. Lena Nova. Yeah, what are you getting her? I think you do. Um, nice, I hope. Brother and I have chipped in to get them a flight somewhere, the couple, and we'll look after their kids. Whoa! She doesn't know that yet, though, so... I turned 40 
couple of years ago and they, uh, Jody and I went on a flight to Vegas. They got us a flight to Vegas. So they started that tradition. We got to keep it going. Like, you can't just be the My brother turned the- 50 in August, so I didn't get him a damn thing. Didn't okay, so well, it was 40th. Because you don't, don't like him. Part. Maybe a, maybe the older you get. So for his 40th birthday, what did you get him? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Don't you should get him a, a toothbrush and some floss, some, something like that, right? Some complimentary. Here's a, a travel kit. Travel. Yeah. <laughs> On the show tomorrow, tomorrow uh, it's going to be a Wednesday. We'll look back at this banger of a game, the Kings and the Oof. Flames. It's going to be a barn burner of a game, Dean, a barn burner. And what will the it? math, yes, what will the math be when we reconvene tomorrow? As we watch the Boston Bruins are playing Nashville. Tough one for the Preds. Tough one for the Preds, right? Boston Winnipeg can wrap is in up the Sanos- tonight. That's right. Winnipeg's in San Jose. Sharks, really tough. Really tough team in the Sharks, right? They're loose. They got nothing to play for. Dangerous. I wonder if they'll be getting under the rhyme dog's skin like they did the slap shot, just whispering things behind the net, right? Getting in his ears. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That'll do it. We'll, uh, We'll see you tomorrow, buddies. Have a great day. Enjoy the game. And we'll be back. Dean, get out of your house today. Go see the sun, all right? Nope. Oilers suck. (laughs) See you, buddies.